Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week we're airing a message entitled, It's Gonna Be Alright, and in this week's message we will be reminded of a very encouraging and timely truth for the Christian, that no matter what you may be going through, it's gonna be alright. The preacher points out some wonderful biblical truths this week concerning our present and eternal position in the Lord Jesus Christ. A lot of this life has to do with navigating difficulties and troubles, but thanks be to God that the Christian has promises from the Lord that will help see us through. And we pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. And if you would like to hear today's message again, or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, please feel free to stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. All right, let's turn to Romans chapter 8. I'm going to do something a little unusual in that uh, I have no notes. And for those of you that know me, you know that I use notes. I have no notes. I have a Bible. That's it. And I'm in the eighth chapter of Romans, and I had something else to bring, and the Lord just impressed on me to bring what I'm going to bring here to, uh, this morning. And uh, the title of my message is, It's Going to Be All Right. going to be all right. Let's pray. Father, lead us and guide us as we look at this wonderful chapter. Lord, um, it's arguably my favorite chapter. And Lord, when I'm looking for the candy, uh, when I'm looking for the good stuff, uh, I can always go here and find it. Uh, Lord, just impart something to all of us to help us to understand that if we know you as our Savior, if Christ is living in us and we're bone of his bone and flesh of his flesh, then it's going to be all right. Uh, Father, I believe there's somebody here today that needs this, and that's why you've laid it on my heart. Truth of the matter is, Lord, probably before this week is out, we're all going to need it. So help us, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. This is impromptu speech. This is impromptu preaching without any notes, but uh, this is arguably one of my favorite chapters, so uh, I'm going to bring it to you this morning. Verse 8, so then they that are in the flesh cannot... Please God. Now, we use the expression, well, I was in the flesh when I did that. Ever hear anybody say that? I was in the flesh. Well, if you're saved, technically you're not in the flesh. That's a description of a lost man. They that are in the flesh cannot please God. Uh, a man that's not saved doctrinally, according to the Word of God, is said to be in the flesh. Um, now, when you look at that and you see that expression, cannot please God, a self-righteous, unregenerate man would rise up and contest that. I was telling my Sunday school class, I had a preacher friend that had an opportunity to witness to Bob Hope many years ago before he died. Now look, I don't have any axe to grind with Bob Hope. I rather, I rather enjoyed uh, a lot of his comedy. He was of a generation of comedians that could actually tell a joke or do something funny, and it didn't have to be dirty. Uh, it doesn't seem like we have many of those around anymore. But uh, he did a lot, of, a lot with the troops uh, through several wars. We'd go and entertain the troops. Uh, a lot of philanthropy. He was known for his philanthropy and some of the organizations he started. And uh, so he said to this guy, that this preacher friend of mine that tried to hand him a track and tell him about Christ, he said, when you've done as much for other people as I've done, he said, then you come and talk to me about being a Christian. Well, I hope somewhere along the line, Bob Hope changed his mind. I hope somewhere along the line, Bob Hope got humble 
and repented of his sins and trusted Christ as his Savior. Otherwise, he found out that they that are in the flesh cannot please God. For all of his efforts to entertain the troops and be patriotic and uh, start organizations uh, that would do good things for other people, that's not how you're saved. That's not how you're saved. Fact of the matter is, more often than not, when a lost man does good things, he gets a little self-righteous and puffed up over it, as per our example. So they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Before you got saved, all your religious works that you thought you were accruing before God, that he would someday take account of to let you into heaven, uh, you were accruing nothing, nothing whatsoever. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Verse 9, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If you know Christ, the Spirit of God lives inside of you, Christ in you, the hope of glory. You are in the Spirit. You are bone of his bone, flesh of his flesh. And he says, ye are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If so, be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now, the Bible tells us very plainly in the book of Ephesians, especially in chapters 1 and 4, that if you know Christ, the Spirit of God lives inside of you. In fact, <clears throat> the Bible says in those chapters that ye are sealed by the Holy Spirit. Amen. He lives inside of you. Paul told the church at Corinth that we're temples of the Holy Spirit. That's, that's why God's requirements for holiness in the New Testament are greater than they were in the Old. Sometimes people look at the ceremonial aspects of the law in the Old Testament and they say, well, that's pretty rigid. You know, we got it made here. Well, I agree those ceremonies were very exact and very rigid, but when you think about it, if you're saved here this morning, you are a walking, talking, living, animated, holy of holies. And go back to our Old Testament example and, and look at how important it was that the high priest entered into the holy place once a year and he did it the right way god was dwelling there folks because that's where god dwelt that was the temple he didn't dwell inside of men because christ had not been crucified yet he dwelt in a building uh, i appreciate this building and i appreciate it that it's it's sanctified or set apart for holy use but this is not the temple of the holy spirit if you're saved here this morning, I'm looking at the temple of the Holy Spirit. And you're looking at the temple. We're the temple of the Holy Spirit. God's requirements for holiness are greater for us personally than they were for those Old Testament saints. Why? Because the Spirit of God lives inside of us. We are walking, animated, holy of holies. So he says, you're not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If so, be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. If you're saved, the Spirit lives inside of you. Now, watch what he says in verse 9. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ... He is none of his. So we've got, we got Christians walking around these days, and they're doctrinally, they're mistaken. And many of them are Christians, and many of them are dear saints, and they're beloved brethren, but they're mistaken. And they will say to you, well, you're saved, that's good, but now you've got to get the Spirit. And what are they saying? They want you to speak in tongues is what they're saying. They want you to have some sort of ecstatic emotional experience that includes speaking in tongues as, as evidence that you have the Spirit. I'm here to say this morning that if you don't have the Spirit, you're not even saved. It's not a question of, well, you know, you're saved, but you don't have the Spirit, or you're saved and you have the Spirit, but here's more of the Spirit. The Spirit of God is a member of the Godhead, 
He is a person, and you get all of them or you get none. When I went to the altar over 40 years ago and married my wife, I didn't get part of her. I got all of her, and she got all of me. And when you got saved, you got the spirit living inside of you. You got all of him. Now, there is a legitimate question about uh, portions here. It's not a question of how much of the spirit did I get. It's a question of how much of me does the spirit have. Now, there could be a question about that. Am I yielded to him? But Paul makes it very clear in verse 9, if you don't have the spirit, you're not even saved. So away with this idea that you could be saved and not have the spirit If you're saved, you have the Spirit today. Verse 10, and if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. Paul said in Galatians chapter 5, verse 17, the flesh lusteth against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And one of these days, that battle will be over. The body is dead because of sin. Do what you want with it. It's still going to a hole in the ground. I wish I had better news for you. I see these ads about keeping yourself in shape and, and eating right, and, and, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm for that. I'm okay with it, you know. But uh, back to Eden. Back to Eden. There's one little problem. When Adam and Eve sinned, God kicked Adam and Eve out of the garden and sent an angel to guard the entrance into Eden. You ain't getting back to Eden. Okay? You ain't getting back to Eden. And you can eat all the good food you want. You can exercise all you want. And uh, the body is dead because of sin. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. Take good care of yourself, but you ain't going home in this body. Isn't that good news this morning? Uh, For those of you that are healthy and vibrant, you're thinking, that's a little bit morbid, but it'll all catch up with you. I, I remember a day when any time a doctor wanted to take a test on me or I was applying for life insurance and they had to take blood work or I, I got a new job and they had to do a physical or something, I thought, why? Why? There's nothing wrong with me. Never has been anything wrong with me ever since they had to take my tonsils out. That's it. But you know, you live long enough sooner or later, Right? And some of you here, you have chronic illness. Some of you here, a good day for you is a day without pain. Guess what? It's not going to always be that way. You're getting a new body someday. That's good news, folks. That's good news. And those of you that are young and vibrant, I know you're never going to get old. I wasn't going to either. Someday, you too, if you live long enough, will look like an animated prune. We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth, and it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, It's Gonna Be Alright, by Pastor Rick DeMichael. And in this week's lessons, Pastor DeMichael has brought a reminder to the Christian that no matter what you may be going through, God is in control, God loves you, and we have the hope of an eternity with Him. Thanks to the finished work of Jesus Christ, the Christian can pillow their head at night knowing that no matter how bad this life may seem at times, we have a future of blessed peace and joy with Jesus Christ himself. But if you don't know for sure that Jesus Christ is your Savior, then we encourage you to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and we will gladly help in any way we can. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to hear this or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, 
feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. That's tvbc.org. And you can also visit our YouTube page or follow us on Facebook for more information. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us in our services, which begin with Sunday school at 9.30, followed by the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45, and of course, all of the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting kids' programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and college age groups. And don't forget our Wednesday night service at 7 o'clock, which has the Master's Club program during the school year for the kids, and a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the main auditorium. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you.